Welcome to the Eat Sleep Chelsea Repeat pod. On today's pod, we review a gutting 2-0 home defeat to Real Madrid as we crashed out of the Champions League at the quarterfinal stage. We mix it up and give some predictive player temperatures for the rest of the season. ESCR auction is in session as we discuss who should be sold this summer and for how much. We look ahead to our next Premier League game with Brentford at the bridge. And our own Les Dennis Brady has got another Chelsea quiz for us. Full Les Dennis was going to be the next one. <laughs> Family fortunes. Actually, Master second Chef. place in Celebrity MasterChef, Les Dennis. Little wow. fact. People say I look like Les Dennis, so I'm not happy with that. I quite like to <laughs> in extras. Um, That's I'm, good. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my brother Craig and a good friend Brady. Guys, it's the end of the road in the Champions League. It's the end of the road in the Chelsea season, actually. Not just yeah. the How are we feeling? How are we feeling about it? Yeah, ready for August. How, how many months away is that? <laughs> I mean, uh, be good to connect with the audience. I mean, just for, I work as a tutor on TV and films, and uh, some of the kids were looking after. One of the lads said he'd give me his wages if Chelsea scored against Madrid. So <laughs> that, sort of, <laughs> that, that sort of sums it up. Just absolute <laughs> banter club in session. So, uh, yeah, I mean... A, a better performance versus Madrid, but yeah. not taking these twelve-year-old kids' money off them, are you, Brady? No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe want some chocolates or something, but no. Uh, well, we might, we might need some money with the FP, FPP, but uh, FFP, but uh, nah, just a uh, lot to get through today. But yeah, it's the end of the season in real terms, and looking ahead now. Yeah, absolutely, it's it's the end of the season, or. It's the beginning of a very, very long pre-season for us, potentially, which I think is how we should maybe view this this period. Um, but let's let's talk about Madrid. Um, we can we can touch on the game. Um, <laughs> Do we have fifty fifty four percent possession for us? We had six shots on target of nineteen. Um, we actually created generated one point nine xg. Um, Madrid pretty comfortably through in the end what how did we see it go down well, i think when we saw the team in the in the pub before the game or it actually got leaked to us didn't it a little bit earlier it's always and, leaked always leaked <laughs> and we we thought it was, they were on the wind up the people that leaked it because was like there's no way on planet earth that he's not started any of sterling mudrick felix mount there's just you couldn't even predicted a team that that didn't include any of them um but yeah there it was <laughs> when it got confirmed by i think the first person i saw was nazark and seller um sort of tweet the exact same team and i was like wow this is actually the team um it's conor gallagher playing off by Havertz. but then actually when the game started i thought we played really well in the first half it was a lot better than obviously what we thought the game was going to go but obviously had a lot more control than we thought um, was possible as well um, some really good performances in the first half. Um, and yeah, something to we thought we could build on, maybe obviously didn't take the chances, but something we could build on in the second half, potentially. If we get a goal, they're, they're cut in a really awkward position, whether they don't know whether to attack or to hold out for the 2-1 the win. You see that a lot of times in these in these two-legged ties where especially when we had away goals, but even now where you, the, the, the other team doesn't really know what to do. Um, but yeah, we couldn't get the goal and they scored um, a really easy goal in the end. And yeah, that was that. Never going to come back from 3-0. 
No, no, we weren't. Um, it, like you said, it was a an admirable, an admirable kind of effort in the first half, and I guess yeah, once the goal goes in, it's uh, it's a long old way back. How, how did you see it, Brady? Well, we, um, I think he revealed his tactics actually in the post-match presser where he said he went for big energy and the fittest players. I think he set up a team that was energetic and could press. I don't know whether it was a 3-6-1 or a 5-4-1 or whatever it was. You know, yeah, Kante and Conor, Conor Gallagher were split tens behind Kai Havertz. I mean, Gallag- I mean, the Kante was playing at a false nine. As, and, you know, it, it worked in, in the first half. I mean, I think Real Madrid were a bit taken back. We had a, we had a full press on. There was a lot of effort from the players. I think the players, I mean, a lot of Lampard's been praised since for the energy that the team had. I think this, I think this whatever the setup was, I think the, the players were going to really give a big effort in this game because it, it really was their season. Um, you know, similar to last season where, you know, in a Real Madrid tie where we're sort of petering out in the league in third, where we weren't going to win the league or, or get out of top four, that, that they were going to give it all in the Champions League. And so I think Lampard set the team up quite well, but. I mean, Liam Tooney in the Straight Out of Problem podcast said, you know, the problem with Kante and attack is you get Kante and attack. I mean, yeah, I mean, you just need, I know our attackers are pretty awful as it, at, in general, but you need the chances that fell to Kukurea and Kante to fill to, to other players. So, um, not that our attackers can do much better, but it was a good effort. Um, I think uh, Real Madrid made a bit of a tactical tweak. Uh, Ancelotti said in his presser afterwards that he basically just switched Valverde from the right to the left to just kind of um, dilute or you know counter Kante's um, pressing, and then that seemed to work for them. And the game petered out, obviously, and once they scored, and that was that. But um, just you know, it, Lampard picked the team to press well and play well. But the, the, the issue for me and a lot of Chelsea fans is I, don't, I didn't see three goals in that team. So, um, although he's been praised since for the performance, I think the team would, might have performed well anyway. So, um, and yeah, we just didn't, we weren't going to score three goals with that lineup, to be honest. So, yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah, it was, um, it was a game where it looked like we played kind of four kind of central midfielders, essentially, like yeah. a block, and that really helped uh, stop Madrid from like, pro- progressing. Um, they always seem to find Vinicius on the left, though. So, I don't know if you boys saw it like this. I, I saw it as a bit of a missed opportunity because we kept finishing. I know we got the assist Vinicius Junior, but I, I thought we kept Benzema and Vinicius Junior pretty quiet in, in, my, in the most part. And I just think, I think we could have gone for him a bit more. I think we could have attacked them. And I don't know. I just, I'm not saying we could have won, but there was an energy. Like it, the, the bridge was rocking. We've got that Champions League energy. I just, if we get if we get a goal in the first half, I think they would have been, really would have been struggling Madrid. But yeah, I mean, I, that I don't of... think um, Gallagher, you, you know, in attack is just he doesn't offer enough to play as the one-off Kai, basically the higher one of the two. Obviously, Kante ended up playing really high on that right side, and yeah, he, he missed a very very good chance in the game as well. But Gallagher doesn't offer. He, he, he you know he can't beat a man. He's not got great vision. Um, he's not. An elite finisher, although he he did he was good at finishing last year for Crystal Palace. But you know, I think you you find that he he is lacking in a lot of areas that where you're looking for a player in that position to be sort of more creative, more deadly. Um, he does work hard, but I, I I do think you you do miss a lot. And and I think I do think a player like Mason Mount in that position would have offered a lot more. The reason I guess he didn't start Mason and Raheem Sterling in those two positions, who I think would have been you know, 
equally as good pressing and offered a lot more going forward was I guess he's saying that they weren't fit enough to play 90 minutes or potentially 120 um, in that position. So, yeah, I guess fair enough. I know he's been moaning as well, Lampard, a lot about the fitness of the players. And it, without calling Graham Potter out, he, he has called him out, you know, um, on the level of fitness in the squad. So well, it'd be interesting to see that going forward. Yeah, I don't think Gallagher is very slick. Like when you watch, not that, you know, Modric is one of the best midfielders in, in Europe for sure. But there's, he's it's such a step down um, when you look at someone like Gallagher compared to him. And I think what was most disappointing for me for the lineup is if you think about all the hoo-ha we had in January, bringing all the new signings in, getting people registered, you know, only Enzo Fernandez was selected on the pitch, which was mostly disappointing, I think. So um, I think for putting all the money into kind of Felix and Mudrick, for example, didn't even get a look in in this game would be really disappointing and not really an ideal situation considering the amount of money that was put into them. So, yeah, that was that was a surprise no, for sure. I, I, I don't I, think anyone was calling for, well, not many people at least were calling for Mudrick to be starting this game. I mean, I just want to read out the bench. Felix, Mudrick, the attackers. Felix, Mudrick, Sterling, Mount, um, Carney, Carney, Pulisic, Ziyech. I mean, it's all, I mean, it's all our attackers on the bench. And you've got to score three goals. I mean, I get the, I, I get the high, I get the high, high, big energy pressing, but it would have been a miracle to score three goals in that team. I mean, Kante is an under-16 shooter. He can't shoot with either foot. He, he, he literally hasn't got a power bar. So, same with cover. There's no goals in the team, man. It summed up well when the BT uh, commentator said that, um, you know, Kai Havertz is the one player you want the chance to fall to. No, it's not. Because <laughs> he can't score, he can't score say, either. He, uh, he's yeah, I'll, that he, I'll say that he, he's a poor finisher. And also, there was no goals in the team where we needed three goals. So, I think Lampard no, actually... There, there hasn't really been any goals in the team all season. Yeah, so yeah, you, I, I, not I surprising. It, for me, you have to give it a go. This is the game of the season. Maybe this is the night that Mudrick does it. Or if I mean, I've, I've been I was on Felix last week, but Felix is a you know they brought Felix in and put him in the world and put him in the World Cup. So I've got the uh, Champions League, League squad, and they haven't started him in the sem- in a quarter final. It just doesn't yeah. really make any sense. And you take and we took out Aubameyang as well, which yeah. So you're expecting someone to who is coming in for him? I mean, why why even this? bother having Felix if you're not going to play him in this game? I mean, I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't. I, 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 maybe because he doesn't press or whatever, but maybe you can work around that. But I mean, Kante can press for two anyway, so I don't know. Um, it, when you look at the lineup, it was just it, it's never going to get three goals. And um, yeah, it's also like the like the variance, like the unlucky variance that we've had, like just Chilwell getting getting you know, suspended in the in the first leg. If that chance falls to Chilwell, not Kukurei, he just back Chile to just. Score so much more than Kukurei. I don't know about you. I did not back Kukurei to score at all. So well, he looked surprised, didn't he? He looked surprised. Yeah, he just, he was, come he, to him. He's got you know. He's in attacking areas. He's poor. He's a poor left wing back. I'm sorry, he is. Um, he's good at what he's good at. Back down the pitch, pressing and harrying players. His final ball's horrific. Let's be honest. And you know, everyone's been on that Courtois. Courtois, you know. Don't particularly like him on this pod, uh, as were Chelsea fans, and he was kissing the Real Madrid badge. And fair play to him; mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I could be one of the best goalkeepers in the world. But it wasn't that good a save. He just hit it right in. So, yeah, just if Chilwell was fit, I think it's one nil there. No, that's not. Sorry, Chilwell was uh, not suspended. Sorry, I think it's one nil. 
it's one of those seasons where we have had some good luck, especially in the early parts of Potter, where um, you know Villa away and Palace away, we've got some luck. But recently, we really haven't had much luck, and that's just it's just come at the wrong time. Just uh, just to sort of finish up on this, do we see Madrid overturning Man City in the next uh, the next round? Yeah. I mean, they've got a way of they're a big moment. I, I, the narrative around them is big moments, right? They just seem to just write, you know, stick in the game, stick in the game, and then big moments. A bit like they did on Tuesday night. They just they can be very clinical in transition. Um, I think I think Man City were doing. To be honest, I think Man City have learned the lesson. I think it's City's year, especially with Napoli out. So I think City are going to win it this year. Yeah, I mean, they just have to beat Real Madrid, right? I don't think they'll have any problem beating Inter or AC Milan in the final. They're two very poor teams. Um, so. You never yeah, know in a one-off the, game, I think, in the final. But yeah, I think they probably got Real Madrid's number. Sure, I mean, yeah. you, I mean, we beat Milan five 0 on aggregate this year. Six so. 0 wasn't it? But yeah, the, I, I do think Vinicius Junior and uh, and Benzema give them a chance in every game. Um, but yeah, I, I would expect City to be decent favourites. Let's uh, let's talk temperatures, but let's talk about them in a slightly different way. Let's talk about sort of the next seven games that we've got in the Premier League as we sort of wind down, if you like, or, or maybe wind up. Maybe some people will hit a bit of form, less pressure. We're not really... There's literally no pressure. There's no separation of the teams from the Champions League squad to the Premier League squad. Um, so it's a united front in that sense. How do we see people's temperatures playing out for the rest of the season? Who do we think is going to be boiling hot come the end, freezing or, or tepid? I'll go have a go first then. Um, I think I'm hoping, I'll, I guess I could start with the freezer um, at the bottom before I get too ambitious. Um, I think in the freezer by the end of the season will probably be Conor Gallagher. I think he'll, he'll sort of drift off Potentially Mason Mount will take his position, barring some contract talks, potentially. But I, th- I don't think we'll see potentially too much of him. And if we do see him, I think he'll. I don't think he'll be that good. Um, I really don't see him sort of playing his way into the squad for next season in any sort of way. I think he'll he'll finish the season. I think then he's quite likely to be probably sold off, um, or at least loaned. I'm not sure he's quite up to the top level that we're looking for in the Premier League. On on Gallagher, I think he is not a player that's really at the level that we need at Chelsea. I do think he he does value himself a lot, and I don't think he's going to take a, a a move to to like obviously the one he turned down in Everton or in another Premier League club of of that sort of stature. But I do think that he might go to a Newcastle or an Aston Villa or even abroad to sort of a Juventus um, sort of that sort of team. But yeah, I, I really think with the fact that Chelsea get all his money towards FFP as well, I, I, he's a no brainer sale for me. And I'm sure that will come up in the, uh, in the, in the ESC, ESCR auction section as well. That's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. With Gallagher, I mean, He's all, I don't know, he's just, he's a lot of gusto and not much else, you know. Um, I've said it before, I don't want to throw slander on him. He's a bit of a, 
West Ham, Crystal Palace, Fulham player. Um, he's a England squad player. He's just he's got a lot of energy. He has got a good he has got a good like got a long range shot on him. Scored some great goals for Palace. Scored a fantastic goal against Palace um, for us this season. Just not quite our level. Um, he need and also he needs game time to like a lot of young players. He need he needs game time and he, and it's game time he just won't get at Chelsea. Um, but we're, we're stacked in midfield areas and up front and just. Yeah, I think his future is away from Chelsea, and with the FFP situation, I mean he's the prime. We'll talk about him at the auction later. He's one of the, he's probably one of the the prime the prime items to go. To be honest, top of the list. So one of the most valuable ones actually. When you look at the breakdown of the prices, um, so yeah, I think um, I think Conor Gallagher's going to leave. But I, I like him. I like him as a personality, and uh, he tries. And the you crowd... go for a pint with him. Yeah, I lo- oh, I'd love to go for a pint with him. A few pints, love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F- f- He'd probably be a right good laugh on night out. He does seem like that. That's yeah, you see him on a night out in Zanti somewhere. If you vodka red balls, it'd be a, it'd be a right laugh. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Everyman fans like loves him. You know, the, the match going fans they love him because he's got the effort and this. But it's just you know, in reality, tactically, and it's just not up to standard. Um, and I remember a video of Tuchel uh, when Gallagher was running around. I think it was versus Leicester, or maybe that before he got sent off, but. There's a, two, a, a video of Tuchel just screaming at him because he's not doing the right thing, like what he'd been told. It's just, you know, it's just, I just don't tactically he's just going to be there. So, yeah, um, I think time to move on for Connor. Oh, I will warming up for me. This is uh, potentially a controversial one. <laughs> not to say career, right? No, he's, he's been iced out now. Um, I think um, Reese James in central midfield could be warming up for me. I quite like that concept going forward. Um, I thought we saw him play. I think Aspilicueta might get some games. Um, I also think Reese James might need surgery. I think we talked about that after the game. Yeah. Um, but I think you know a good solution for him could be centre mid, like like <laughs> DM type role, and he he offers a little bit of a kind of. Interesting situation there because he's really, really good at getting the ball moving fast up the pitch to the right areas. He's very intelligent, very strong, can slot into defence. Um, I think at right back he he spends a lot of time sprinting um, backwards and forwards, which probably doesn't do him any favours. So I think for his fitness, maybe long term, and I think his ability, I think kind of DM could be a really good area for him to operate. Um, and I think, I hope that we can try him in there a bit, especially because I, I do believe, kind of going on to the new, next section, but I, I do believe that, like, obviously we've lost Jorginho. We could lose Kante still. We might lose Kovacic. He, he's obviously an asset that we could sell. So, um, yeah, I think it could be a good move. It kind of bolsters him up, and obviously then that offers us people to play it right back if, if Livermento can come back it potentially or um, Dujon Sterling plays there. And he's also an option at right back if we need him. Well, we got this Gusto guy coming in um, to play right wing back potentially. And Reese, obviously, we've seen, I think, why Tuchel was playing him at right centre back as well. I think what you talk about when we're playing against these bad teams where he plays high up, does get the move, ball moving really fast, really, really strong defender. And yeah, can end up playing that centre of the pitch at right centre back when we're in possession and, and sort of create from deeper and also enable Gusto to get forward. Um, if he, So I, I do think there's definitely a world where they both play together next season for sure so yeah yeah i mean for me reese has just got to go to chat down to uh chelsea a and e and just get the you know the op done and just get him for me yeah i wonder if it'll ever break what he was playing um through 
like he went over and took some sort of tablets at, at uh, some point in the first half during the. <laughs> What was he taking? What was he taking? Ibuprofen? I don't understand. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess something is he's playing through something. I mean, some of these things never get leaked, right? Where you just you just never will find out. But yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if he has to, if he was waiting to have surgery until we got knocked out of the Champions League or until the end of the season or whatever. So yeah, ask be a uh, right wing back for the rest of the season or RLC or WB. Can't wait. Um, go on, Chris. What's the next one? Last one, I guess. Boiling hot for me. I hope. This is a hope, and this is coming from a. This is coming from my heart. <laughs> but I really hope Mason Mount <laughs> turns back yeah. up and gets some games for us. It'd be it'd be good to see him. He he looks like someone who who would like to stay here. I think um, at Chelsea. So I'd really like to see him come back and get some some games and and show us what we've been missing this season. I think he's been off injured. He's had the contract things. It'd be great if he signed and came back and played some minutes for us and started some games. And, you know, we, we miss a bit of passion and energy in the team. And we need that sort of thing because we've got some, you know, we've got some fun games coming up that we can, like, stop Arsenal. And we've got a revenge on some of these clubs that we can find, hopefully, because we've got nothing to lose. So, yeah, I hope you see him. He's, uh, I mean, he's, he's spending more time on the pitch clapping the fans off than actually playing at the moment. <laughs> he so, he deleted his Twitter today. Yeah. like made news where he said sort of the platform is, is changing or whatever he, he said but obviously I mean I'm sure he's been getting a lot of messages on there which has not been enjoyable for him which is a shame but he also deleted all the Chelsea stuff from his website which I thought was interesting um, I, I think I saw that uh, so I, I, I don't know if you're uh, yeah your your opinion on whether he actually wants to stay is actually accurate or not I I, I really don't know what's going on with uh, with Mount you get these uh, you get these things leaked and sort of press articles and you hear different things but no one actually really knows what's going on I'd be very surprised if he actually does want to leave the club but from every credible journalist I've had none of this you know he's, he deleted his Chelsea badge or whatever every credible journalist says he wants to stay but the length of contract is an issue and I think it's fair enough like this the thing that Bowley and the Bali are doing with the contract lengths, it's not going to be for everyone. You can't just, you know, play, English players have four-year contracts, five-year sure, contracts. you can understand why then they they wouldn't re-sign Mason Mount if they, they can't just make one rule well, for Apparently one. they're desperate. They're desperate to. I, th- I think they'll bend. I think they'll bend to him a bit and they should bend to him. Because um, I think after this season, we need a few PR wins. If Mount goes and we, you know, if Mount go, if, if say, for instance, we get rid of Mount and we can't get rid of some of the other, basically Deadwood, it's not a good look. So um, we don't want a Deadwood hanging around and Mason Mount going. So I think they need to bend to him a bit and give him what he wants because I still think in many senses he's our best attacker, in a sense, and yeah, he's always back Cobham. When, when it, like, Reece James and Mount, it's just, you know, just, they, they can be the spine of the team for years and years and years. They understand what it means to be a Chelsea player. And yeah, so uh, for me, he's got to stay. So they've got the, they've they've got to bend to him, for, in my opinion. In some sense, I mean, they gave the Chile they gave Chile the four year deal, right? But that was just an extension. Was that not really related? So I don't know. I think it was two years and two year extension. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he's asking for similar money to Reese James, but a shorter contract. That's what I've heard. So three hundred k a week is apparently like a very it's like a unreal. If, if they, you know. That's not a realistic figure that he's been he's been quoted as saying. So, I think that's what Kula Bali and Sterling are on, or something, when they signed in 
in the summer. Could have already done 200, put most of them out on the million a week, mate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so. Right, who's who's up next? Um, right. Go on, Craig. No, you go, you go Brady. I'll, I'll, I'll do the dregs of, the, of this I, section. I, I, I don't know if it's... Uh, I might have a couple of repeats here. I don't know if it's um, recency bias or Kukurea. I'm going to put my Kukurea in the freezer. There was a thing on Twitter today. Who's been the biggest flop for your club? I think it's Kukurea. 62 million back up. We've done some pieces on him where tactically he can be good. He's good at pressing. He's good at harrying. He's good at left centre-back. He can do some things. He's been a huge disappointment, let's be honest. I mean, City have dodged the bullet. So... We we started him off City. He hasn't really produced. We don't know if he will. We have to say that basically most of the summer signings have been a bit of a disaster. Maybe Stephen Sterling's not been great near the end of the season. So Kudabadi's obviously, had a, you know, Craig's been at Kudabadi for for six months. So yeah, like Mark is freezing for me. I can't. I think Chilwell being the team, I think he'll struggle to get in the team. I think there's other players who can actually play better than him at left centre back. To be honest, uh, in a. I think- I think Baddy Ashil and Chilwell, you, yeah. I don't think I, he displaces I, I, I can't them. I not even getting many minutes. Um, sure, but this is sort of like tactic. When you play left centre-back when he's playing, you could play, you can uh, attack in a four, right? Because he can play like that left wing side or left back side, whereas Baddy Ashil obviously can't get high up the pitch on that side. So I think tactically he will play left centre-back next season for us a lot because we can sort of use that, that his attributes are decent um, when we do play that. You think yeah, he would have played against Madrid if Chilwell hadn't been sent off and Badiashia yeah, was available? 100%. No, but I actually thought that he had a decent game against Madrid. Um, I, I don't think... Uh, I think he was well up for the game as well. And, it's more of like a macro thing. I, I'm not getting on if I think he was okay against Madrid too. I just think when you look at the season as a whole now, and we need to do that because basically, the season's basically over. It's been a huge disappointment. I remember being really excited when he came in. We were watching mm. the pub, pub last year. I remember when Brighton beat uh, United 4-0 last year, scored a goal. I mean, that's probably the only shot he had all season. He doesn't shoot. He doesn't cross very well. So left wing back is he's not. On, he's not. To me, he's not an option at left wing back. So um, if they play a three four three, I think they have to go with playing a. You know, if Chilwell's not fit, it's it's really difficult. I think I think Martson comes back and backs up Chilwell. Surely, Martson, they might want to sell for the FFP. I mean, it'll be thirty million. I mean, that's maybe an easy sell. So who knows? I mean, the Kukurea's going nowhere. He's contracted till twenty twenty eight. He's going nowhere. He's on huge wages. He's not going to leave. Who, who are you backing up, Chilwell? Then? Well, you just said know. that. SOP improves. I mean, just get him on a training pitch and learn how to learn how to cross. He's crossing. I don't expect him to shoot, but his crossing is really poor. He just he barely beats the first man. I don't think I remember watching watching him at. Uh, watching, you remember Everton away? It was our first game of the season, yeah, yeah. and then he came on. It was like, oh my god, this guy's really good. He can. He's really slick passing. He was passing and moving. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's happened different, to that. Uh, different manager, mate. I leave it there. Yeah. Well, he's only on for ten minutes, but yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. everyone else was poor in that game. If that makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that first game. Like energizer bunny. No, he's good yeah. at something. He's good at harrowing. He's got good energy. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but you have to say. He's probably been our biggest flop, one of them. What, what I would say is when, when obviously we're talking about these these players and we're down on these players, what I'd say is, is tactically this season, we haven't been there at all in, in you know since October. We, we, we've not been there in games and looking good and dominant as well. So a lot of these players are going to look bad in, in situations like this and don't want to make too much of an excuse for the players because I think it's definitely been a, a joint effort in terms of poor coaching and poor performances on the pitch. but. I think 
you'll see when these guys are utilized in in good situations then you'll see the best of them and i think we, we haven't seen the best of mark kukurei yet but I, I haven't given up on him yet one thing i would say obviously been very critical like you said of kulabali who's had just as bad a season as kukurei i think they've both had poor seasons um but one's 24 yeah. years old and the other one's 32 so you know i know who i'm backing you say that but i don't see kudabali kukurei's attributes actually improving like you learn to cross by the time you're 24 no, like, I, he is twenty four. he is twenty four. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not twenty four. I'm just saying I, I, the attributes that I think he could improve at. I'm not sure you can. I'm, I'm, you have it or you don't. I think. In that sure. Sense. So when you're playing left wing back on that set, why don't you invert a bit more? Then if he's a good passer, we've seen him be slick at passing. Why don't you play the inverted role on that left side? Well, One do, thing yeah. is that you can utilize his skill set. No, 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 he, he's been in a poor team under you know. Uh, well, exactly, he, he under, yeah. he under Potter, but he, even under Potter, he thought, well, he's the one player that would like do well because he used to play from under Brighton, and he seemed to regress under Potter. The, the idea City wanted him, right, is to play the role that Ake is playing for them right yeah. now, which I think would suit Kukurea down And it's pretty ground. brutal because we nearly got Nathan Ake last summer. And so, I mean, I can't see how he would be worse than Kukurea has been, but let's see. I mean, maybe, look, if first well, season... I think they're completely different players. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to get on Kukurea too much. Um but, what yeah, you would say about Aki is he he can score. Yeah, I, I, maybe, but he's, he's, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about he's that. Got, well, well, he's got a good scoring record, is not he? He had one for maybe even more set pieces. Ake's not particularly good in attacking areas either. I think Kukurea could come good, but you have to say I'm just saying uh, from overall season point of view, Kukurea has been it's been a, it's been a not disaster, but it's it's been a failure, hasn't it? Like most of the summer recruitments has not turned up. So last thing I I'll say on Kukurea is absolutely dreadful corners. Oh, no. Yeah, but that goes for a lot of players. Enzo was on corners the other night, and it was yeah corners in general. I don't know if the technique, but you do think a lot. Of Enzo corners only in put in one corner in that game. Do you, do you notice recently four. that like corners actually hit the first man a lot more? I think there's a new technique. I don't know. There's, we well, just... it's, it's about the. I think if you break down the analytics of corners, um, near post corners have much higher scoring success rates. Yeah. So. A lot of teams go for, for near post yeah. corners um, because, yeah, obviously it's frustrating when they get headed out, but you have to accept that far post corners are just when you loop the ball over, it's A, really hard to get any power on the ball. B, you allow the keeper to, to be involved in that action as well. Like whip near post corners are, are definitely the uh, the play, obviously, but you, you do need someone who can execute them a bit better than, than what we have had recently. I thought when Felix came on, He's sort of uh, shown you how to yeah. put some good ones. I think yeah. the problem with yeah those corners was no one told the rest of the team. Bring him on for corners. Right, <laughs> anyway, warming up. This is much more, if it's heart overhead, I'm going to go Noni Madueke. Oh, I think Noni, who, I, I, is it this guy? What, he plays for Chelsea, this guy? Yeah, I thought he played for Spurs, but apparently he plays for us. I think I'm glad I forgot. Um, I've never heard of it. He's not no, idea he's not getting, no idea why he's not getting minutes. And if Lampard is this youth manager that you know, this promoting youth manager that he seems to be, he needs to bring him through. I think Lampard's playing favourites a bit at the moment. He loves Gallagher. He keeps playing Gallagher over and over and over. You need to look in the squad, Frank. You've got players there who are here for the long term. Just sign a long contract. Play him. No reason to not play him. Every, basically, every time he's come on, played well. West Ham away, he played well. Uh, for the Fulham game when he came on, he was electric. Even. Um, Aston Villa at home, they played him at right wing back and he, he, he could play there. So, yeah, don't see the reason. I, I personally out. would love to see more of uh, Noni Madueke, 100%. I, I, to be honest, I'll just put, I would start Mudrick and Madueke every game. I just think, just play him. Because these are the players that got long term contracts that need game time more than anyone. So, um, Noni Madueke needs to play, done nothing wrong. 
Uh, people keep saying about, you know, Carney, Chikomenko. Carney needs a loan. Ranareko is a better player than Carney for me. I don't but, think many people are talking about Carney. Well, you say on Twitter that a lot of people say, you know, he should be getting minutes. There's not much mention of Ranareko, but... Uh, I think I'm that's not... because Carney left Villa for, and quote, like first team football. So I think it was like, well, but well, I mean, that's, you know, I'm, I'm not being funny. His agent must have sold him quite a story there. That's what he I'm said, being, anyway. I'm not being I funny. Think he, like, it was pretty obvious he wasn't going to be a first team starter. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. the Villa fans. I mean, I, I'm sure Madueke didn't think he was going to walk into the team, but I mean, I know he's come from Eredivisie to um, to the Premier League, so that's a, quite a big jump up. But he looks ready, and you know, and the, the, the worst one of the worst things that Potter did, he didn't play him against Tottenham, like Craig alluded to in that pause. Against your old club, you play that player. He, and that's when, that's when he plays Ziyech. And that was the beginning of the end for Potter. And so little things like that, like maybe if he plays Medeweke against Tottenham, we get a good performance, he scores a goal, and then Potter keeps his job. That's, that's, the, little, that's the little fine details in management and selection that have been absolutely outrageously bad this year. Team selection has been atrocious this season. So, yeah, Medeweke's got... I don't think he will, but because at the moment he's not even in the squad. But um, I really hope he gets the minutes. So hopefully he gets, you know... At least two, three hundred minutes before the end of the season, that'd be really nice. Boiling hot, I'm going to go Mahatma Mudrik. I think you just need to play him, and you just need to, you just need to, he's a, like I said uh, the last pod. He's a youth player, and obviously the youth player you're inexperienced, and so you need to be played. He's got something about him. He's just got that X factor um, that not many of our other players have, and there's nothing to play for. So, you know. Just play him, and he can scare teams, and he can, you know, we we can outpass teams and tire them out. And you know, when when teams are tired, you can just play it over the top. And I know it's like quite primitive, but you play it over the top, and he runs. He's the fastest player in the world, basically. He's faster than Mbappe, I think. And so, and he's quite. He's not just. Uh, he's not just like super fast. He's got lots of attributes. He can. Sh- I mean, he hasn't shown it yet, but he can shoot, and he he he. I think he can cross, and he he can do these things. And he will develop. So for me, I'm hoping that he plays every game. Plays maybe gets five, maybe gets four or five hundred minutes, and he and he starts to get a few goals and assists because you saw against um, you saw against Brighton what he can do. Just go zero to sixty like that, and then just cover fifty yards in not very much time at all. And the team, no no team in the world can defend against that. It doesn't matter who you are. So that that's those two players, Madueke and Madrid, hope they get prioritised. Don't think they will. To be honest, I think I think there's more chance of ZH playing. To be honest, but that's my hope anyway. Please no. Please stop yeah, playing I, I don't think, I, I think with Lampard as well, I'm going to say something about Lampard quickly. I don't think Lampard is just like, I'll oh, promote youth guy. I think he's quite a bit stuck in the mud a little bit sometimes. I think he's just playing players that he knows. Like, I think he plays Pritchett and Ziyech because he knows them. He I agree. I, I think he gets a lot of credit for bringing like, younger players through, like like recent and Tamiya. I think those guys were like, I mean, imagine Reese James won like 12 man in the matches in a row for Wigan. I mean, you'd have to be a brainless idiot to not put him in the in the squad in the first team. So yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anything from Lampard to suggest. I haven't seen anything from... team selection-wise or anything like that. He just, he's just, he bought Ziyech and he, and he, 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 he uh, Pulisic played under him, played well. So he's picking them. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you took my boil, boiling hot there, so I'm going to do actually two freezings uh, in, in my section, uh, and I'll do a warming up as well. My two freezings are, number one, Kepa. I'd, I'd, I think we've, we've made our decision this season where we've seen the best of Kepa, and uh, that's it. Just, just he's, he's done at Chelsea. He's not a number one goalie. We need to move on from him, I think. 
End of. I don't think we even really need to say anything else, do we? No, he's he's dreadful. He, he's done, um, and he's I, not. I, he's I, not I, a goal I, I think superlative like dreadful is extremely harsh, but he's just not. Sorry, no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, because this this I, happens I, I, a I lot. I think dreadful. Dreadful this goal. happens. This happens a lot, right? I remember you, you watch a lot of um, uh, goalkeepers for a lot of the teams in the bottom half of the league, and everyone's like, "Oh, they're great. They're making loads of saves, and they let like three or four in." They're they're not good. Like a lot of them, and it's because they're letting all the goals in. They're obviously going to save a lot of shots as well because we're getting peppered with shots. We're literally getting was it twenty seven the last game? Of course he's going to make some saves, but he's not keeping out the ones that he should do, and that's the most important thing. So people can say, "Oh, Kepa's making world class saves," and a lot of people would. You know, Mendy was making world class saves, but no one thinks he's the best goalkeeper in the world either. It's all about decision-making and, and the key moments in the game. And when Skip's shooting from 25, 30 yards and it's down your throat and where it's nil-nil and away at Tottenham, you don't let it in. And that's those are the big moments that have changed games for us. And he's part of that. So Absolutely. And look, there's, we could do worse than starting this Slonina kid for the rest yeah. of the season and see what he's got. Yeah, and, you know, I agree. I know he's a real young kid and maybe, you know, it's too much to ask. And I, I doubt they actually will do that because, you know, they do actually need to win a couple of games here for the end of the season and he might not be ready for that at all. But I would like to see him play maybe one of the end games of the season. Um, maybe that Newcastle at home game that's the last game of the season. I, I would love to see it. So, yeah, I think the, the the book's closed on Kepa. So we're done with him and hopefully he's not a number one next season. The, the next person in the freezer is Kai Havertz. We're, we're done with him as well. I, I want him gone. I've I've had enough. You know, it, it's not good enough. He's not good enough to play up front for Chelsea Football Club on a week-to-week basis. I think we've seen it now enough times this season. Um, he he played it. I thought he actually had a really good game against Real Madrid. So I'll uh, I'll ignore that. But 29 Premier appearances this year, seven goals. Not good enough. One assist as well in in twenty nine games. I know some people are calling him for him to be a ten or he's a second striker. Shut up! It's over with him. He's not good enough to play at this level. Move him on. He's not creative. He's not a goal scorer. And yeah, you know the assist was it was a two yard pass to Mount that he scored against the Bournemouth free agent box. <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, he's only two yards. I literally like, so it. much rubbish about Kai Havertz uh, because everyone wants him to be good, and that's fine. But like, he's not a creative player. He 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 wouldn't be good at ten in the same way that he's not good at striker. You know, he he's he's not good enough to play for our club, and that's just the bottom line. Twenty nine matches, you know, eight GAs. You know, just get, get out, he's... and it's time to move on. And and if we can't get Osman, it's got to be someone else. And, you know, selling Kai Havertz would be absolutely fantastic thing to do this summer. He doesn't fit into our plans. And Kunku's going to play that role in the 10. I don't want him milling about in the squad. You know, it's, someone will buy him for big money as well. Like someone will gamble buying or something or gamble 50 million on him. They're playing ch- ch- promoting up front or whatever. Like, you know, someone will take a chance because he's only 23 years old. Um, if, if we let him play another season for us and he has another dismal year, his value will just go down. He's 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 not got it. And like I said, he had a good game the other night, like linking up play or whatever. But he still can't deliver. He never even has a shot. When when he has shots in games, they don't look dangerous at all. He had that left footed chance at the end of the area, edge of the area against Real Madrid. It's like a pass back. 
I mean, it yeah. literally is like a pass back. You never feel like he's going to just curl it into the top corner or, you know, when these players, you, you can't give like, you know, you give Mbappe like a, a, a yard space in and around the box and it's, it's done. It's a goal. You know, he's not deadly in that regard and we need someone that is deadly. Otherwise, we're never going to be a top team. So, yeah, Kai Havertz in the freezer and, and, and him and Kepa, just we, we've established the starters that are no good this year. And those are two. Yeah, I think, yeah, I completely agree. And uh, I think when Havertz scores, it's actually like more of a surprise <laughs> when you're watching him, which is not, yeah. not what you want to be. One and one. When he goes for one and one, I think it was against Leeds. So I was like, yeah, he's scoring. And he didn't. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I hate having an attitude about a player, but you just, you just, you just don't back in score really. Um, so, is that it? Great for temperatures, no warming up. No, no, no. We've, 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 we've got a warming up. Warming up, I'm going to give to uh, to Benny Badiashil. Yeah, the Champions League over now. The Champions League's over. This guy needs a run of games. The last what is it? Seven games we've got left of the season. He needs every game. I want him starting at centre back. Let's see what we got with Benny because. He had a really good start. He's had a couple of like average-ish games, but nothing bad. Just a couple of like average-ish games, and um, yeah, I, I just want to see what we've got with him. I think he's got a, a lot of promise. And again, you know, when I'm evaluating players, and you're you're thinking about you know what this guy's got, and we've been critical of of some of the players, especially you know Kulabali and Kukurea. But you know, Badishil's only 22 years old. You know, let, let's see what he's got at centre back. It's very young to be playing centre back at the top level, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Is it time for Big Ben? Oh, that's <laughs> awful. I mean, I'm the class count on this podcast, but I'm not even laughing. That was an absolute stinker. That is dreadful. I mean, we probably won't cut that, but we probably should. Unbelievable. <laughs> right. Right. Well, wait, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, you, you're like, oh, you're yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's, let's love, see if Frank remembers him. I mean, Frank played him against Brighton and might go, Oh, we lost again, Brighton. I won't play him again. So I don't know. I, I don't trust Lampard to play these players, but let's see. Right, it's time to bring the hammer down. It's the summer clear out, it's the auction. We've had our, we've had at the, the SCR court. Now we've got the SCR auction. We've got plenty of people up for sale this summer, potentially. Um, Brady, you're the you're the man with the hammer. What, what have you got for us? <laughs> Chris, do you not know the word of the guy that sits there at the, at the top of the hammer in an auction? No. The auctioneer, um, isn't it? Yeah, oh, well, he's, got, gonna... he's, got, he's got the gavel, hasn't he? Not the hammer. <laughs> Is it? Anyway. When, I've never been to an movie. auction, mate. I've not been to an auction. I don't know. You're not, you're not a frequenter at a, you know, Christie's auction or anything like that, buying some relics. But anyway, got a few, we've got a few antiques and relics in our squad. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but I wanted to do a section because Tiago, um, we did a tweet recently, got quite a few likes. And you should follow us at uh, Twitter on Eat Sleep Chelsea. We're looking to get to 100 followers. So if we could get that in the next couple of weeks, that would be great. Wow. Hey, yeah, that would be a big achievement. Yeah, so uh, we're out there grinding, just trying to, Tweet some good stuff and some good opinions. So if you could uh, share, you know, show some love, that would be great. Um, Tiago, we commented on an interview by Tiago Silva. I think he was actually speaking Portuguese. So I think it was to a Brazilian TV. And he, he, he was very um, quite scathing in, the, uh, in his assessment of the season, saying that, you know, that a step had been made, a bit of an incorrect step. Um, can't be blaming their managers when there's so much indecision at the club. You know, he commented on the side of the, of the changing room, the side of the squad. And, uh, you know, 
they're 30 something, you know, the manager can only pick 11. And he's saying that basically, there's too many players. So uh, this is a Thiago Silva inspired ECR auction. So uh, here we go. So we've listed some players who, you know, we haven't, you know, we're not going to put Reese James in there and, you know, the quality players, the good players. But um, we're going to put players who, you know, either due to contracts uh, expiring soon or just being generally poor, should be on the uh, on the auctioneer's mind. So we're going to start with, we're going to go from uh, the goalkeeper position. We've just spoke about him. Kepa. It might be a rhetorical question here. Stay or go? Go. Go. <laughs> I think we've Next. just discussed Kepa. I think, yeah, quick one. Just, just yeah, go. go. Right. Edward Mendy. I think go. I think right. go as well. I, I, th- I think we need a new number one, and I'm happy with Bettinelli and Slanina being two and three. You, I think you have to keep one of them. Why? As a number two. I think Mendy's a good number two, no? For what purpose? Do you want to stay as number two as well? That's the question. He's already yeah. missed like, an entire I mean, season. Just, yeah. I think... Do you, do you not think Slanina can play two? Or? Yeah, he could play two. He could play Slanina at two. Yeah, okay. So, all right, Mendy's probably going as well. I was outvoted there anyway. Trevor Chalabar, I wonder about this. I think this might be a split one. Go. I think he'll stay. Did you want him to stay? Sorry, yeah, I'll keep him. I don't have any problem with him. I think he's a good player. Why do you want him to go, Craig? I don't know if you saw Real Madrid's first goal. (laughs) That is one of the reasons. In the game of stretch, I mean, you can't... Yeah, but you don't make it. I mean, that's just the basics, isn't it? Yeah, when you, when we're pressing really high like that, and you're the one of three defenders back, you don't slide in if you're not 100 percent sure you're going to get the ball. And yeah, just a bad decision maker and, and not a very good sort of one on one defender. I think we saw that again on on Tuesday night, where you know gave away the goal that basically ended the tie for us. So I I just you know he's 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 an all right player, Trevor Chalaber. But again, you're you're getting all the money from FFP from him. If we sell him to Leicester for 35 million. We we get thirty five million off FFP, which I know that they're stressing about, you know, based on the moves that they're making, and um, yeah, it just makes makes sense to me. I, I think if we're going to sign players like Victor Osman for one hundred twenty million this summer, he is a player that needs to go um, in order right. to fund, right. to fund that. One thing I'll say about Chalba because I I agree with Craig. I I do think he he looks like I mean a bit like Gallagher. He kind of got leveled on um, the yeah. other night against Real Madrid, but I would probably wait to sell him. Um, I also think he's homegrown, so there's a chance that we keep him for those those reasons, just for maybe another year or so. I don't so, think but... we're going to have homegrown issues, but it's possible I haven't looked at the, the squad like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Chelsea legend, Cesar Aspilicueta. He's, he's out of contract not... and yeah, gone. He's... No, he's not out of contract. He's not a... you're, you're mistaken, he's on a two-year contract. So... Oh, did he? Yeah. I thought mistaken. it was a one-year extension. Yeah. yeah. No, it's two years, I think. Oof. Yeah, get rid. Sorry, Aspie. Two plus one. So, I'm not keeping around, you know, for morale. Definitely not. I mean, he's not featuring at all for us. I think he wanted to leave, I think, and go back to Spain. I mean, obviously, with Gusto coming in, probably he should be going anyway. So, um, yeah. Okay, I agree with that. This might be a controversial one. Uh, Mateo Kovacic. Keep. I think so. I'll tell you what. I think his head's gone as well. I think I think I'm a huge, huge Mateo Kovacic fan. I think it might be time. Um, I think he's regressing slightly. I don't know if it's the World Cup year. Um, 
we've got Enzo in there. If we can get a Casado or a Declan Rice or somebody like that, or someone I, like I, that. Well, to start with, we're not getting Casado or Declan Rice as a straight swap for Kovacic. They're completely different players to to Kovacic. So I, I think we. Yeah, got, what I'm saying, someone, just, someone, who, someone who could play with Enzo, basically. I've I've talked about this at the start of the pod. Is just because we've had a really bad season with under. Two pretty bad managers in Potter and Lampard for for what they've delivered on the pitch. We can't just write off our best players and things that we've seen from our best players in, in historically. Yeah, I, you know, they haven't been used well. Like Kovacic is criticised for missing chances in this uh, when we were playing five three two. This isn't his best position. He's not supposed to be like some sort of eight getting into the box because he can't I shoot. In the same way with Kukurea, he's he's not delivering crosses from the byline. It's like that isn't what he's good at. It's like use your players' strengths in the right way. That's what good managers do, and that's what we'll see these players, you know, perform a lot better next season. Hopefully, under uh, under a good manager, and and we can't we can't just forget everything they've done in the past based on you know six months of poor form. I think you're swaying me back. I think I'm ready to keep, but I'm more on the fence than I was. But um, let's see how his contract situation plays out because they're going to have yeah. to extend. They have they have to extend this year because his contract runs out at the end of next year. So this summer is very. It's actually a very similar situation to Mason Mount. Um, they will set in this summer. If I, I agree, we'll find out this this summer what they think of him. Yeah, yeah. I think he might want to go. I think they might have other fish to fry in terms of renewing his contract as well. I'm not sure it's high up on the priority list, which I don't think he's finding very fun. So let's see. Um, next one, pretty easy. It's the old. Uh, it's the RLC one, two, or three. The handyman himself. What do we think? <laughs> I will keep Ruben. What? No, he's got to go. I don't think he's got any value to to get rid of him, and, I mean, and I think he should come in. You don't keep a broken hammer, mate. You know what I mean? You just, you he's there just to back up, like in an absolute catastrophe, like positions. I, I would keep Ruben. I, I, there's a, the reason I would sell Trevor Chalaber is because I think we can get thirty million for him uh, from a team. Uh, the reason I would keep Ruben Loftus Cheek is because I don't think a team would pay five million for him. Um, so I'm not keeping him because I want him to start for Chelsea. I'm keeping him because he's the 24th man in this 24 man wages. Squad. I think it's still wages and just blowing up the squad. It's time for him to can't you can't have these passengers. They've got to go. Too many. Sure. I, I, I said I'm saying yeah. I would like to keep him as in. But if he goes, I, I'm not crying about it. Is like backup players like he does a little job. That's that can't be doing that. He's got to go. It's time to go. It'd be nice for him to leave so he stops getting selected in positions that he can't yeah, play. Like, exactly. Yeah, like if he if he's not at the club, he can't play right wing back. Like, when he's playing centre back in the but we'll have Gusto season, next year. To, I mean, he, he might be the backup goalkeeper number two next year by the go of it. So, got <laughs> <laughs> I love Ruben. You know, great guy. Chatting up Laurel Woods on Talksport. What a legend! But he <laughs> he uh, that's that, his legacy. The, the the injury in America. They played in an awful pitch in America. He's playing a friendly corporate thing, done him. And I feel really sorry for him. And, it's, and there's a before and after with his career, that injury. He's never been yeah. the same. He will never be the same. He's getting older now. He's, you know, go to, go to Fulham, go to somebody like that. That's your level. That, you can play for them. Off you go, mate. Not Chelsea standard, I'm afraid. Got to go. Easiest sell of the summer for me. Be, he'd be the first out the door. Okay. Well, so who's next? The biggest profile one. Uh, Mason Mount. Mickey Mouse. Keep. I I keep. Easy keep for me. Not even keep. a decision. 
The reason I was starting on that is I think they might sell him because he's worth a lot of money. But like you were saying about Chalabar. I think this is more, you know, European. Do you want to keep him? Yes. Yes. Well, there you go. That's, that's unanimous. No need to discuss one of the best tackles at the club, one of the best players at the club. I think this is going to be a pretty easy one. Mr. Gallagher? Sell. 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 Right. Uh, the Forgotten Man. The man who's constantly in the freezer, the CEO of Iceland, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. He's going to buy Barca. I mean, these are just easy sells. Sell. Yeah. Sorry. Probably for a free or something. That was just um, a. It was just an awful, awful mistake. We're getting into the ones. It, of... it wasn't. That was just. A, it was just literally someone to to come in in case um, Havertz and Broya got injured. One of them. You got to remember, Chris, that like, he played under Tuchel, so they were just kind of placate Tuchel a little bit. Exactly. Just, yeah. It's, it's just. A, it, it, I think they're probably just evaluating the squad at the end of that window and being like, look, we, if 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 Broya gets injured, we don't actually have any other strikers at the club. And it's like, right, well, we can get this guy for super cheap for a one-year mm-hmm. deal, basically. You do forget that Brogy's got injured, don't you? I mean, I mean it's crazy. We've got a man though, Broya. Do you know what I mean? We've got him to come back as well. Like he could actually be an option for I'm not starting, but he could be a big factor next year. So yeah. Um okay. uh this <laughs> we're getting into the uh, I think we're all gonna say easy sales for the rest of them, but let's go. Uh Christian Pulisic. Sell. Sell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want him. He actually dodged the freezer from all of us just because he's so pathetic. Yeah, he's dodged the freezer all season. He's funny like that. He just yeah, he's he, around it. I don't know. He's so he bad. him in the he, freezer twice. He's got some sort of bizarre mental credit in the bank from lockdown period. No, right? it's not because we like him. It's I don't know. He's just so irrelevant. Anyway, yeah, he was in the freezer against. Uh, I think Chris put him in the freezer. Yeah, he's yeah. He's he's also like isn't he like a number one bookseller? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's digging out Tuchel for not playing in the semi final. Whether we won, that kind of sums up Christian Pulisic <laughs> up. To be honest, I can't believe you didn't play me. Oh, you won two 0 Oh well, never mind. Ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, easy sell for me. Washed player. Go to whoever. Go go down a level. Go back to Germany. Go and play. If he the ever MF. was good, he'd just get injured anyway. He's yeah. like, It's it's just he's a, he's the easiest. Just a bit of a inflated sense of ego. Um, Bit of Americanism in him. They think he's he thinks he's better than he is. So simple. He's out. Of contract. He's out of contract next season. So again, it'll be um, this season actually with Pulisic. So don't know who's going to buy him. But yeah, get rid. Next one, interesting one. Callum Hudson Odoi. I would sell him. Chris, I actually remember what he what he had. Yeah, I just. Sell him, I guess. He's out of contract next summer. Th- Callum, Callum is also... There. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would... I don't yeah, think I don't he's... I think he's going to have that much value. I also don't know who's... Uh, if you sell Pulisic... I think, I think they'll be takers. I think someone will take him for like 20 million. I'm trying to think of who's going to be the backup on that side behind Modric. Sterling? Yeah, Sterling. Uh, well, Sterling. I think Sterling is going to start that side, but yeah. Please. Can't have a new spot. Left wing, he's left footed. So anyway. Um yeah, Callum's got to go for me. Another player who I don't know, injuries, been in and out of the team, just didn't quite happen for him. Not similar to Loftus Cheek in a sense, but not too dissimilar. Um injuries have rocked him. Just a youth prodigy a youth prodigy that hasn't really come to fruition. Just very common, so time to go. Um Magic Carpet himself. Hakim Ziyech. <laughs> so Chris, oh, so it's easy, easy. So yeah, he's like, probably one of the easiest ones. I think. He, hopefully for Hakim, or you know, he seems like a nice. Seems like quite a nice guy, Hakim. Like, you know, I think he's quite good in the dressing room. Always seems to have a bit of a laugh. 
Um, shocking what happened to him in January. It must be really hard for a player where... Absolutely. Um, I mean, we know, for his mental health and just like general, just awful. I mean, you can see his head has gone versus Tottenham and why on earth he keeps getting selected, I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah, easy sell. So um, yeah, contracts up in the next couple of years as well. Mr. Havertz, we've already done this, I think. Sell. So I'll also say on him that on the website, everyone is either a defender, a midfielder, a winger or forward. He's got two positions. <laughs> Attacking midfield slash forward because no one actually knows where he plays. Um, but yeah, sell. With Kai, I think I'm saying sell, but there's something in me that doesn't want to, but probably well, should... I, I don't think they will sell him, actually. But yeah, I, if it was up to me, I would. There's say. something in me that thinks we shouldn't. I don't know. This is a miracle. I don't know. Maybe he's just he does he flashes he does things that just sometimes are exceptional. But yeah, I don't know. Probably should sell him. But I don't. I, I don't think they will. I think there was an interview recently with Build, the uh, German the, um, newspaper out there, that you know he's happy in London and you know he's got a house and he's got you've got his donkey and he's got his dog and loves all that and his girlfriend. So. Yeah, I don't think he's going here. I think he's got. I think he's got the slippers on. I think he's just seeing out his contract and just see where he, what he's going to be later on. So, see what Spurs would be a good club for Havertz. Mm. Yeah. Harry Kane. Yeah, Harry Kane's replacement at Spurs. Fantastic. <laughs> when he goes to United, Daniel Levy. If you listen to this, mate, fifty million is yours. Uh, next <laughs> up, uh, <laughs> this is the forgotten men section. It's Baba Rahman <laughs> still at the club. Hey. Uh, no, I thought they released Baba No. I think so I think Baba is gonna get his testimonial when he does leave. I think he's a, almost a year short, so we'll look forward to that. And I believe that Timmy Only Bakioko is still at the club as well. Is he? Anyway, whatever. Amazing. I think I think he's still at the club, so uh, he'll probably need to go as well. I think AC Milan is still at the club. I can't believe it. I think he's got I, I think he's had ten loans. And uh, <laughs> it's a loan to buy, and it never works out. <laughs> He's actually on loan to AC Milan, but I've not seen him ever play. Yeah, they're supposed to be like they take him every year and go, "Oh, maybe you're buying this." It's just like an ongoing loan. Is he going to win the Champions League? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, and just and speaking of loans, um, I think there's a couple of players that should be loaned out. Uh, David Detro de Fana, Fafana, sorry, I think should be loaned and. Carney yeah. Chukwenka should also be loaned, I think. And um, yeah. Chris no is uh, no Chris is all-star, Iniesta impersonation guy. Zakaria should probably be, I think, loaned back to Juventus. I mean, I actually wouldn't mind it as a 25 million, but I don't know, he seems to be frozen out. And he, he's, he's not good enough to play for Chelsea, yeah. Zakaria. He did some good games for us, but he, he's not good enough to play for and us. And obviously, you know, Jao Felix back on the plane. What do you boys think? I mean, we talked about it last week. I mean, I, 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 would, I, would, I, I, I think... He's sort of uh, the sort of player that we can sign if if we get to the end of the window and we can afford him and he wants to come. I think that's the sort of luxury end of the window. So I certainly wouldn't prioritise that. But yeah. I'd love to take him back on another loan for a year. Yeah. Yeah, that might be nice as well. But I think what we've we've realised as we've gone through this section is the sales are there and they're pretty obvious. And a lot of people that are stressing about, you know, what we're going to do this summer. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to raise so much money or whatever. It's like, I mean, the sales are there and they're obvious. Yeah, Craig. It's one thing 
saying these players, I mean, other than the Premiership, the European the finances in Europe are stretched extremely thin. Yeah, so. I don't think we're going to make massive money from, from all these players, but the idea is you've got to get them out. You can't... The, the, the idea for signing these players in January was obviously to take advantage of the FFP and we're going to have six months of a played squad, but this has to be dealt with. Obviously, they, they're not going to start next season with 32 players in the first team squad. So well, let's, quickly try and, let's quickly try and raise 100 million. Who, who do you think we can, you know, so Kepa, what do you think we can get? 20 mil. 20 mil. 15 mil. That's, that's 20. Right, what about Mendy? You want him to go how much? 15. Yeah. Right, that's, that's, in the, that's in the till. Right. So 35. Yeah. Who's next? So Conor Gallagher, 40 at so, least. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I actually missed one out. Koulibaly. Are we thinking he should go? I don't he's think it's possible that he's he's yeah. can go because he's got four years left right. on his contract. RLC, uh, seven quid. <laughs> RLC doesn't count, but I think Chal- this is where Chalaba comes in for 25 at least. So that's 100 there, basically. And then 95, I think that is, if my mass is good. And, and we haven't even gone through like Pulisic and all those. So. Where did you get 100 from, sorry? So we've got 15 and 15 for Kepa and Mendy. Yeah. We've got 40 for Gallagher, that's oh, 70. Gallagher, sorry, Gallagher, yeah, Gallagher. And 25 for Chalaba, that's 95, right? So yeah. I, th- I think we're, we're and almost there. And then you've got Ziyech, put, I think Pulisic, I think oh, maybe get 20, 25 maybe? Yeah, 25, let's say, that's 120. And Ziyech, maybe 15, that's 135. So like, we're, yeah, we're really, you know, listening to The Athletic, which you do a lot, and David Ornstein and um, Liam Tooney, really good. Um, they said that you know apparently they don't know for sure because it's very complicated. But apparently we know we're at it's a hundred million that needs to be raised essentially to balance the F- FFP books. So um, yeah, it looks like uh, the auction's going to be on. It's going to be the the gavel's going to be hot. It's going to be burning with all the sales in the in the summer. So um, yeah, big clear out needed because remember we still got to bring players in. We still got in Cuckoo with um, you know pole wheels coming back. So even you know even if we don't buy anyone else, and we need a nine and a six. So. There's also like obviously Malang Sar, Ampadu, Humphreys, Barbara Raman, Andrian's coming back, Cassidy, we don't know what we're doing with him. Um, and obviously the big one, Romelu Lukaku has to be dealt with and sold. So yeah. it's there's this there's obviously the loan is still a big place for, for money as well. We've got They're lots of They're gonna have players. to uh, expand the car park at Cobble, aren't they? Because some people have to get the bus, won't be able to park. <laughs> Can't get in the changing room. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> comes the here comes the segue. In the changing room. Next Wednesday <laughs> is Brent, well, Chelsea will be in there and Brentford will be in the away dressing room. Oh, that was not your best segue, but we'll keep going. Do my best, mate. It's tough. It's tough. You're not you're not giving me anything. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, sorry. Les Dennis is coming too. <laughs> You're getting banned to your left Dennis, mate. It's that, it's that kind of season. It's tough. Um, Chelsea down in 11th. Uh, Brentford, actually, do you know what? If we beat Brentford, we'll have beaten a top nine team because they are ninth. Um, Brentford actually have a quite poor away record. You wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't believe it. They've only won three games away from yeah, home. They actually have a worse away record than we do. Yeah. yeah. Our home record isn't great. <laughs> um, last last win. You remember the last time we won at home? Uh, Leeds. Leeds, yeah. Nice. That was no. uh, open play goal, wasn't it? No, set piece goal. <laughs> just yeah, it was fourth of uh, fourth of it's March. We've, we've only won twice at home this year in the league, right? 
Yeah, Palace was the uh, the other one. So it's a it's a game where I think there's a lot to play for 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 the players in terms of playing for the future. We hope. Um, obviously, you're playing for Chelsea, so always a big game. Um, but there's a chance to obviously talks about kind of the preseason starting now. How would you set the team up for this game? What would be your um, your setup and team selection for this? It's a it's a home game. Brentford are coming there, sort of. I don't know if you would say battling out too much for the European spots, but no. they're in with not really much of a shout. I guess there's a bit of a gap between to Liverpool and To be honest, and this, 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 is, this is the Bondi, the Bondi Beach derby. I mean, both teams are on the beach. I mean, <laughs> like Brentford can't get... Brentford are ninth. They can't get into the top positions. They're, they're falling out of it. They've been... You know, there's a classic fantasy football uh, saying where they're on the beach where, you know, you don't buy their players. They've got nothing to play for. I know there's this big thing, you know, play for the badge. I think you're going to see a big drop-off from some of the Chelsea players. I think there's a lot of disillusionment in the dressing room a bit about their futures, where they're going to go, uh, the future of the club, etc. I don't... The only thing with this game, there is a weak preparation. So tactically, it should be better. Lampard might play his fifth formation in five games uh, if he plays a different one to what he's played. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, like I said, Brentford are poor away. But... To be honest, it's, it's, it's a difficult one because we just spoke about the auction. He might have to play a couple of the Ziyech and Pulisic's just to get them on the auction floor and you know get them to show a bit of form to, to be sold because I don't think anyone's going to be flying in to, to buy a Christian Pulisic at the moment. So he's got to balance that and play the players for next season. So it's a real spinning, spinning plate situation for Frank. So yeah, what would you one. What would you do? Who would you select? Who would I select? I mean, yeah. I would... Christian Pulisic and Ziyech and uh, those kind of players wouldn't be in the squad for me. Uh, Loftus-Cheek wouldn't be in I would basically just put all the players who, who should be sold in the summer at the back of the queue, but there might be different opinions on that. I would... The players with the long contracts, like I said, um, Badia Shiel, um, Malueke and Madrid should start every game. If it... how, much, how much value do you think Pulisic's going to add for playing seven Premier League games? Uh, I think people still need to know that he exists, I think. Um, I'm not saying I would do it, but it has to be a consideration. Um, I'm afraid it's just the reality. I think he'll, I think Pulisic will get minutes. I think he'll get starts in the last. I think I could see him starting Brentford seriously, because um, I think that's going to be a consideration for Lampard. And you never know. Like Lampard might see something he likes in training. He's, again, like I said, he's familiar with these players. I don't know, but um, yeah. If, if if in terms of like the result, it's a nothing game. We're not going to go down. We can't, we can't even get Europa Conference League now, which is probably a blessing. So, yeah, it's a difficult one to analyse, but it, you would hope that the quote-unquote plays the kids or the new ones, but the, uh, the long contract signings, but who knows? What do you think, Greg? Yeah, I'd, I'd like him to have a conversation with Bowley and the, and the board. I think that's a really, really important part of the rest of the season for us is they'll have an inkling of, of who they want to keep this summer and, and who they're looking to offload. And uh, hopefully that gets translated on the pitch because I think Chris said that at the start of the podcast, so I really like preseason starts now for these guys. This is the building for next season. Once, you know, the start of middle of August, wherever the season comes around, I want these guys to be ready to, to, to really get at it next season because this season has obviously been a disgrace and, and one of the worst seasons and probably might end up as the worst season in Chelsea's Premier League history. Um, so they've got to own that. 
and hopefully you know you've got to find out the guys when 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 it gets tough out there some some players melt like like Pulisic I'm sure would and uh, some players can can <laughs> use that as motivation to to step up and and perform at a really high level last year I would just love to see sort of what these guys that I think you know have been used to winning in the past at the, at the highest level players like Raheem Sterling how they feel you know when they they have a season like this and how miserable it's been you know can they use their their leadership and their uh, experience to really motivate the squad to play at a high level next season? So, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Based on sort of what you're saying about playing the the people who are going to be there next season, does that exclude someone like Joao Felix then from sort of getting in your lineups? Well, I think Felix is still a, a, a debatable one, you know, in terms of what they want to keep. I think, you know, if you chat to the owners, and, and like I said, that, that communication is essential to say like look you know who who's definitely gone and you talk about players like Ziek, Aubameyang um who who else am I missing from from this list of players that are just definitely not going to play for us next season you know we don't want to see them get minutes do we that that's the main thing and and then the players that you're not sure or maybe you haven't made your mind up on Pulisic yet like I wouldn't be surprised if what Brady said if he starts against Brentford um you know players like Felix who you're not decided whether you want to spend you know 70 80 million on him yet you know what can he do in his last seven games um for us so yeah I don't think it would exclude a player like Felix no what you would say is if you uh, if you if you put a bit of good form together at the end of the season, you might turn out to be the the golden boot winner because yeah. uh, the goals have dried up so much. So yeah, there's a chance for some awards and for people to put their name on the map. Havertz says nine, does he, or seven goals? I can't remember. Seven, seven, right? So if you're banging a hat trick, yeah, I think it's nine. Or six. I think it's nine or comps, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, seven in the Premier League. Nine. Um, I mean, with Felix, yeah, I mean, what worries me is that Atletico Madrid were, were going to give him a new contract, but now all the indications are they're like, well, just take him if you want, and that's not a good sign. I just There's something about him where I just don't think he's right for the Premier League or right for us. He's, in a, he's playing in a poor team, um, but he needs to learn how to press, because if, if Nagelsmann comes in, then he's going to need to learn how to press, because there won't be any... Let's face it, like we've basically just done the double da- manager downgrade uh, this season. I couldn't see under elite manager Felix getting you know um, a lot of love. There's a reason why Simeone was benching him a lot. So he needs to adapt his game to the Premier League. If he can do that with his other attributes, then sure. If not, he's just a easy go back to go back to Madrid. So let's see if he can actually prove that in the last uh, few games. Um, yeah, I think just it's up to Frank. I mean. It's up to Frank, and I don't, I can't see Frank going up to the board and, uh, like Craig said, and talking to them. I think Frank's going to play who he likes. Uh, I think Lampard has seen this as a bit of a project for himself and a way to rally the troops. And let's be honest, like Lampard was quite poor at like uh, managing players' times when he was a manager before. I mean, he, he iced Rudiger, he iced Tamori, which turned out to be very bad mistakes. Um, he wasn't very good at juggling the squad when it was much smaller. So I can't see him being a much better now, to be completely frank. So. Um, yeah, let's see, see how it goes. But um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting what you can get out of the players because the season's a write off now, and it's 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 basically gone as bad as it could go for Bodhi and Egbadi. Let's be honest. Like if if you ran this for a simulation, Tuchel's gone by September. They get someone in a five year contract. He's gone by uh, March or whatever it was. It's been terrific. So we're in the trenches here. So we just need to see some fight, some performances, and 
you can't you just you just have to it's not even for a fan thing just play the the players who are contracted the longest yeah absolutely uh predictions for brentford at home i'm going to go 2-0 chelsea oh I think Brentford have, have, have literally parked it for the rest of the season. Yeah, I they're, think they're, on, they're on the beach, definitely. We've we got eight days break now. I think that Lampard's keen to sort of make himself not look like a completely like useless idiot manager. I don't think he's the sort of manager that's going to let the players off for these last seven games. I think we'll be more up for it than Brentford. And, and yeah, I think we can I think we can beat them. Wow. If you start with Medo okay, I'm joking. Um... I got one one. I can't predict a win yet. No, I've got I've got to see something before I start predicting wins. To be honest, four four we've we've lost four games in a row for the first time since nineteen ninety three. I'm not going to start predicting two nils yet and stuff like that. One one, three one Chelsea. What a game! It's going to be at the Bridge. Goals galore. Yeah, probably play Kante up front, mate. So let's see. <laughs> Right. Well, we've we've got a quiz, haven't we? The quiz master. Yeah, we've got a quiz. We've got a quiz. Come on, Les. Well, Les. Got quite, you could get us in the family fortunes theme tune. You did it earlier, weren't you? What's, what's the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway. Please, please don't sing that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I think the mic will break. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of attention that's been centred around Chelsea's scattergun approach to spending. But there was also a similar burst of spending in the first season under the last owner's arrival, a certain Roma Abramovich, back in 2003. You might... Ooh. Can you name the 12 players who were bought in on the first season of Roma Abramovich's reign? It's 2003, 2004. 12 players. Wow, that's, that's quite a good question. Off you go. Is this... Um, I'll, give, I'll give you credit for the question here, Brady. This is, this is a good one, and one I'm looking forward to thinking about this. Ron. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. It's always good to get uh, feedback. You know, don't often, but thank yeah, you. Yeah, jo- jo- Joanne Sebastian Veron. Ding! One. Yes. Damien oh. Duff. Ding! Two. Glenn Johnson. Ding! Three. Wayne Bridge. Ding! Four. Oh, I'm getting my voice going. Claude McAuley. Ding! Five. How many are there, sorry? I've forgotten. Twelve, I've got. 12. Jeremy. 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 Well done. Number six. Ding. Um, uh, Tiago. Tiago, I said. No. Was Wright Phillips in this list? No. Uh Uh-uh. Iron Robin. Uh Uh-uh. These are the next summer. I thought he played that. Nah, the league that we didn't win. We didn't win the league that year. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Ranieri was still manager. Yeah. Got to the semi-finals of the Champions League. What I'm that. thinking of, Chris, this might help you. Is I'm thinking of that white strip with the. Yeah, blue you know, I'm thinking of the. Is it you thinking of the Liverpool match? Yeah, yeah, the Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ida Johnson was way before that, actually, wasn't? He? Yeah, and Hasselbank. Yeah, he was there for years. Been there since 1997 or something. Sorry, I, I, that wasn't a guess. I said Ida Johnson was there. Oh, before. sorry, sorry, sorry. We were just talking about the uh, Liverpool way game. Well, careful, just spraying names out. Family fortunes. We take the first answer, you know. <laughs> um, Adrian Mutu. Ding. Correct. Yes. Come on, you got to give me some credit for that one. That was absolutely dig out. 
Mr. P- the Party Boy himself. What's that eight yeah. now we've got? There's two that if you get, I will, you know, dinner's on hey, me. Uh, we got promised a pint last time, but it was never delivered. You didn't get it, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Is one of them the Russian midfielder, captain? Oh, Yuri Yarosik. No, 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 no. 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 Oh, Sl- oh, J- Jakanovic. No, no. Oh, oh Alexi Smirtin. Oh, he's yes. done it. Alexi Smirtin, well yes. done. I'll take Ding. half the credit for that. I'll tell you what, mate. You might get a Tesco meal deal for that. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, that was good. So we got three more. Yeah. One of them's going to be a goalie, Chris, by the way. Yeah, one of them's... Yeah, one of them... Yeah, if you get the goalie... Woof. Oh, there's actually really obvious... Oh, there's a couple of... Uh, there's one obvious one you haven't got. Not obvious, but... High- that well, sort of an expensive guy, I guess we've missed. Oh, no, you've actually not got the most expensive one. But I think you missed it. There's three left. There's four left. You've got two midfielders. You've got a winger or attacking midfielder, a classic CM, a striker and a goalkeeper. Joe Cole on this list. Yeah, Joe just, Cole! Um, Mr. BT and the list himself. We love Joe. So love two, Joe. two left. Sorry. We'll have Joe on a, we'll have Joe Cole on a podcast one day. That's something for Brady. Him. How many? How many's left? Three left. Three. Striker, CM, goalkeeper. The goalkeeper. The striker was bought for a lot of money. Twenty-six million pounds in those days. I mean, that would be a lot of money now. Bought with yeah, the but- age. Sorry? Shoshenko? No. There's a, there's a fantastic picture of him looking at his medal in the, in the dressing room. Oh, Hernan Crespo. Hernan Crespo. Well, you were there, that, that Wigan game. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Two left. Thinking about that team that beat Arsenal as well. If you get the goalkeeper, I'd be impressed. That's a really tough one. It, it basically a backup goalkeeper came in on a free. Scott Parker is January, I think, right? Yeah, no, Scott Parker's one. Ding! Nice. Ooh. Well done. So we got striker and... Uh... No, you got him. One oh, left. Just a goalie. You're doing very well. Oh, okay. Just a goalkeeper. Oh. If you get, if you get, this is always going to be the last one. This is like the final round question. Came from Tottenham. I'll tell you the clubs he played for. Oh, I, I know this. It's Neil Sullivan. Oh, it's Neil Sullivan. He's got it. Oh, Neil. Wow. I'll tell you what, lads. I'm very impressed. You might get a beer each for that. That was, that was fantastic. Well Thank you very Ooh. much. That was, a, that was a great question, though. That was, that was, uh, that was obviously a very exciting uh, summer. I'll never forget that presser where they all were sort of lined up. They did a presser because obviously you'd usually do a presser to announce like a £20 million signing. But yeah. then we signed so many people that they're like, oh, we can't do a presser for everyone. So there's a presser where they're all like, pictured up with their hands behind their backs it was like glenn johnson yeah. and all these guys and it's like yeah it does put it into context you know that at the time i think we were being told it was buying too many players and it was a bit of a mess it was but look what happened so time this will tell saying the whole time this is year one guys these guys these owners have come in and, and, and they're doing the right thing no, not getting everything right i'm saying that they've got the right intentions for the club and and you know that we, we've been heavily critical in previous um years with different teams about 
owners coming in and, and like the glazers and they're just making money like milking the club for everything they've got these owners are not like that they're coming in with very ambitious goals they've not got everything right but we're i think the club's heading in the right direction McAlaney, 20 million bargain fantastic that is a bargain joe cole 10 million unbelievable anyway that's that lovely stuff well thanks guys that's all right good chat good chat see but... you next season <laughs> that's, that's it for me for, for this that's season. It, that's, we'll see you in we'll see you in august <laughs> <laughs> well that's all we've got time for today um but regardless of the result we will be back next week for more updates on all things the scr you can follow us on twitter at exit chelsea and instagram at exit chelsea repeat and as always we hope you're carefree wherever you may be and thanks for listening